Blog Talk Radio. Radio show, what that is, 
Hilltop mother, shut your mouth. What? I was only talking about the baddest radio station on the land, you heard me? Oh, well what that is? Hilltop, Hilltop. Hilltop Radio. Tuning in to everybody for being on board. Um, we got a got an awesome show tonight. Uh, I'm gonna welcome back uh, the married couple of Southern Soul, Uncle Gemini and uh, Miss Lady Jacqueline. Uh, thank you guys for being for coming back to the show. Glad to be here, champion. But you just got Uncle Gemini. Lady oh, Jacqueline okay. already passed out and went to sleep. <laughs> okay, all right. We got Uncle Gemini in the house. And we also got Miss Valora. V- v- Welcome to the show. Thank you. Let's see. Money Mike is in the house. Welcome, Money Mike. What's good? What's good? Good? What's good? All right. I'm everybody else over here. Hello, dog. Welcome to the show. What is happening? All right. And supposed to be double chocolate show, but she on the road, so I'm gonna have to take over till she get home. Yeah. All right. And uh, first half, we're going to be talking about relationships and, you know, getting to know your partner. And we brought, uh, she was on with her husband a couple of weeks ago. She has a company called Becoming Excellent. And y'all know I'm hell on names. I'm just going to say, Miss Dorsey, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Hey. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome Thank back. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm oh, no so excited. Thank you for having me back. So you from Detroit, so you know already know you're going to be bringing it tonight once you live in the ATL, so we already know how y'all women from Detroit is. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't play. So, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I, I mean, Detroit is... Detroit is Detroit. It's, I, I, I went to pick a uh, different place to grow up in, um, but Atlanta is Atlanta. So uh, there's a lot of um, interesting information for the topics in Atlanta. All right. Well, well, tell us a little bit about becoming excellent, and, and we're gonna get on into it because a lot of us. Are in relationships to be in relationships. A lot of us in relationships because we in love. But you know, 
It's a chance for you to break it down, and we ask you the questions, because I got a lot of damn questions tonight. I don't know about everybody else, but I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I wanted to uh, thank everybody. Um, I have a lot of uh, friends and family that are listening tonight, so I want to thank everybody um, who is supporting me and listening um, to the show tonight. And uh, when we get to the time to ask questions for them, I, I want them to call in and ask questions and um yeah, let's make this let's make this show pop tonight. Oh Lord, pop! Um, there you go, using some words. Hey, you gotta, <laughs> nah, go you, gotta be, you gotta be in in tune with the uh, current climate. Um, let's see, becoming excellent. Let me. It is a company that I started um, officially. Um, I opened opened up for business in 2020 um, during COVID. Um, but it was an idea that was given to me years and years ago, um, and I kind of hesitated on moving um, on it uh, when I first got it. But um, I call it Becoming Excellent. Uh, I work in the school system, and um, my parents, one of the things that my, my mom and my dad really stressed was excellent, you know, all the time, excellent. And so I named the company B, B-E, um, and it can stand for a lot of things, but becoming excellent really just means that you are stepping into your full self, you as a person, not just on the outside, but inside. You're becoming excellent on the inside with the choices that you make, the way that you think, um, the actions that you take, that you do them all in excellence. So that's kind of how it started. All right. Well, COVID, COVID, uh, during COVID, that really put a lot of relationships together. A lot of the side chicks and side dudes couldn't, you know, it hurt that, hurt their, their relationship because they had to stay home with the with the one they either married or, you know, went together. A lot of babies were born and stuff, you know, conceived uh, during uh, COVID. So was COVID a good thing for relationships or was it a bad thing? Was it, was it, do you have the statistics on that? Um, no, I don't have the numbers, the exact numbers, but I think, you know, in my opinion, COVID, COVID came and did what it needed to do. Um <laughs> It kind of encouraged those people who needed to um, move on to different arenas. It kind of encouraged them that, yeah, you need to do that. This is not for you. Um, one of the things that is really important, the things that I stress with my clients, is that, that you need to honor yourself in all the things. And in our relationships, honoring, our, honoring myself is not being miserable. That's not honoring myself, to be miserable. And so if something is causing you misery, we have the options and the choices um, in this day and time to make different choices. So if you were at home with a partner that, I mean, you you can't stand, you're not really honoring yourself. That's That's my opinion. You're, you're, You're right. I agree with you. 
So before I get into questions, I want to ask anybody want to start off. Valera, you got any questions you want to start off with? Let's see if the ladies will start set it off before the men. Well, no, I agree with her. I mean, okay. um, you don't stand for something that means you go for anything. And it starts with yourself. Once you love yourself, then you can move on to love others and respect Absolutely. others. Okay. Yeah. Can, can I say something about that, uh, loving yourself? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I, and these are all, you know, I have to, these are all my opinions. I'm not saying these are, this is the gospel truth or anything. This is the world in which I have observed and what I see. Um, you know, a lot of people in, you know, in our, back in the day in our generation, we grew up with um, loving your neighbor, right? Everybody is supposed to love your neighbor. Um, but when you break that down, you have to love yourself first before you mm-hmm. really can love anybody else. You you have to love your and, – and we've kind of been, I don't know, um, it's been inferred. You know, people do – they go over and above for other people, and they don't take care of themselves. How is that possible? You cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot. So um, we need to really reevaluate what we think um, loving other people is, what loving ourselves, what does that look like, what is the re- – it's not just taking bubble baths and buying nice <laughs> stuff for yourself. Right. It, it's a little bit more in-depth than that. So we really need to evaluate that, those kind of things, well, reevaluate, I think. I'm going to get started in the questions because this is all right. On my mind, why do when why yeah I'm getting ready to get it started. Here we go. Why do when and it's mainly women. I ain't picking on the women tonight, but mainly the women. Why do when they get out of one relationship, they don't give their self time to give themselves that me time. They in they back in another relationship. Why is that? That's interesting. Why why do you think it's just women that do that? Right. <laughs> because mainly some of the girls, some of the women that I dated and I broke up with them, they were dating and following it within two or three days with some they with somebody else. Mm. That means he was already cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly what I was thinking. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that's a possibility yeah, uh, too. That's well, possibility. I mean, I, I think that uh, when people like some some people keep their options open, you know, and they um, are you talking about women who were supposed to be exclusively dating you, or y'all were I mean, dating I'm not saying, and they were dating I'm not, other I'm people? I'm saying dating. And my my thing is, how can you tell somebody that you love them, and and then you break up, and then you with somebody else within a week, two days, you know, things like that. I mean, you wasted that person's time because you had that person believing that you that you were in love with them and this and that to see what you could get out of it, right? And then when the opportunity, the door come open, 
then you were moving or you like Gemini, Uncle Gemini was saying you were moving anyway. <laughs> moving around anyway. So that's that's the yeah, question I'm probably asking. Like, yeah. Well the question I have would be, um, when we talk about somebody saying that they love somebody, like how do you how do you evaluate that? How do you how do you believe that? What if just because they said it? What is the what's the criteria for love? What does that look like? Yeah, what is the criteria for love? You're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about all that expert, but um, I think. Well, you answer first. What what is the criteria? What do you what does love look like to you? Love to me is two people uh, accomplishing things together, communication. Um, learning one another's flaws, being together, understanding, uh, being loyal, being trustworthy, things like that. That's what I, to me, that's what I feel to me. Yeah. So, in this per se person, you're, this person you're talking about in this situation, did they display all of these things? Yeah. Oh yeah. So my question would be like, what was the breaking point? Well, I got an ultimatum on. I got an ultimatum to either stop, you know, officiating, which was making my money, or stop officiating, or she was leaving. But she left and got into another relationship within, you know, I think a week, maybe a week later. Yeah. Hmm. So she was lying, huh? Yeah, I guess she was lying. Is love something that is only available just one time? Can we be in love? Can we love multiple people? No. There's two types of love. There's two types of love. There's the love that you have emotionally that you have for your family or your friends. Then you have your spiritual love that you got from God that you have with that one person that's supposed to be your soulmate. That is totally two different loves. I agree. You can, you can love your brother and your sister the same way because of your siblings. But if you say you love someone spiritually that you married them, you cannot love them and then have another woman on the side. That's not love. That's selfishness and greed. Yeah, that's true. And that's from a, and that's a man for twenty five years of married experience. So I can say I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. Three kids, five grandkids, married twenty five years. So I'm an expert. <clears throat> so when we talk about love, we're talking about um agape love versus um arrows love versus filial love. Friendship like sexual and worldwide love. But there's love where like like <laughs> some of the friendships that I have with certain females at the end of the conversation I'm like, love you, talk to you tomorrow. You know what I mean? That's a that's not like love, love, that's a love where you appreciate their company, you appreciate their conversation, you know, uh, 
advice, things like that. I mean, I say that all the time. When I when I have a connection with a female and I know that we're on good terms and you know, and and that comes, that doesn't mean Oh, I love you. I want to be with you. I just say love you. Talk to you tomorrow, or I'll talk to you later. And you know, I have that. I have that type of relationship with, with certain with certain females. So, I, I, my question is, why do we um, why do we put like romantic love higher than like why do we value romantic love over? just love, like a solid patient, you know, love is patient, love is kind, love doesn't, isn't jealous, it doesn't boast, it's not, all all that kind of definition of love. But we can meet somebody and be attracted to them and think we're in love, but it really is not that. It's, it's, it's a romantic feeling or it's um, lust, it's infatuation. It's all those things, but it's not necessarily the solid kind of love. But we put that above everything else. Why? Money, Mike, you want to answer that one? Because you got about ten women. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) No, let me answer that. You didn't do that to me. No, you didn't. I got to answer that, John. If it's true, I want to answer that one. Go ahead. (laughs) Do you know women and men? do not love the same, the definition for mm. love for a woman is totally different from a man because the way that we're made. See, a woman shows love because of the emotion. It's got to mm-hmm. be, be a feeling with them. It's got to be something of the essence. Men show love by action because we action. We'll sit there and pay your bills. We'll take you out. We'll hug you and hold you. We'll sit there and not cheat on you. We need to defend your honor. That's how mm-hmm. we show love by action. Women shows love for the appreciation of making sure that man is healthy. Take care of him when he's sick. Love him emotionally when he's in the bedroom. So men totally love different than women in different purposes. I I can agree with that. I can. Yeah, I can Are agree with that. Are you all familiar with the um the five love languages? Mhm. No. What are I'm from I'm familiar with them, but I I know a couple of touchy feely, uh, talk. I think one is talk language. The language talking. I can't remember them all. I know it's five of them. Can you tell us? Okay. Yeah. The um so. Uh, according to this this guy, he wrote this book, um, Five Love Languages. And um, so he says that people, all people, express love in these five ways. They either like to receive gifts um, Mm -hmm. or they like words of affirmation, uh, physical touch. Incidentally, a lot of men rate high on physical touch. Um, and quality time are the five love languages. And theoretically, um, if you know your partner's love language, then you can um, speak it. So if I, so I know someone who they don't, gifts aren't their love language. They don't, 
that doesn't thrill them. So if they meet somebody who likes to give gifts, it really doesn't speak to their soul. Um, and so there could be a point of frustration there because if this person, I give you gifts and I do this and I do this and I buy you this, but if that person's love language is um, acts of service, they don't want the gifts. They want you to do things for them. They want you to fix fix things around the house. If I don't if I don't want acts of service and my love language is words of affirmation, but you never say, babe, I love you, um, you're, you know, whatever words to affirm me, you could do a whole bunch of other things, but I might miss it because that's my, not my love language. Um, yeah, but, it, it really is very insightful. But some of the – yeah, because I was getting ready to say some people sit around waiting for that confirmation, right? Waiting for uh, whatever their love language is, you know, whatever they want, you know, that a hey, baby oh, yeah. I love you or a buy thing. Mm-hmm. They they sit around and wait for that, and okay, yeah. Well, I think that when, uh, you know, in this day and age with all the information that is available, you know, um, from books to the Internet to counseling, everything is available. Um, I feel like if people really, really wanted to drill down to, to really attack what it is that they need to be looking for, what it is that they need to be, um, understanding, they have to understand it about themselves. So if you don't know, you know, if a person doesn't know their love language, like how can they how can they share that with somebody else? What if you what if it is words of affirmation, but I don't know that. So, and my expectation is that you know it, but how can you know it if I don't know it? And so then I'm mad at you because you're not giving me words of affirmation, but you don't know it. So isn't that isn't that coming from when you when you meet? There's no communication on, you know, what is your pet peeve? What do you expect out of a relationship? What is, you know what I mean? Is it that that's because it's, it's not no communication, right? Well, people, yeah, people aren't, you know, a lot of people aren't big on communicating. I don't know how, like, I'm an over-communicator, so I'm not, I don't know how that works. (laughs) People who don't communicate, I I don't know how that works. But my thing is, how are you going to be in a relationship and not talk to to one another? That's just, that's wasting, that's wasting each other's time, my opinion. That's just a waste of time. My opinion, people need to stop lying when you first when you first meet someone, you don't meet them. You meet their representative. Right. You will know the real, the real them from three to six months down the line. Now, when you first really sit down and tell them the real truth about your good and your bad, what's your pet peeves and what's your likes, and really communicate, then you'll know you're going from day one. But men like to prove that they're the boastful thing and they're really little teddy bears. Women like to say I'm independent, mm. knowing that you want to be her. Say that in the beginning. You would know a day one that you was meant to be with each other instead of staying with each other three months down the line and you find out 
alone. Honesty and communication. I I I agree. I definitely agree. Anybody else want to jump? Anybody else want to jump in here? Mike and Little Dog, y'all quiet. Y'all the one with the most women on here, and, and Double Chocolate ain't said shit yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just got one I thing. I was waiting for my cue to jump in. Mm-hmm. I just want to say so. I just want. I just want to say one thing. Baby. Why is it that folks uh, tell um, that you love them? And you really don't mean it, and just to, uh, for them to get what they can get at you, and then they know they don't mean it, and once they done got it at you, or they got money, or they got whatever, whatever, then they gone, and move on to the next. Well, the truth that came out, like I say, when you first met them, you met their representative. The truth came out down the line, <laughs> and now you know how they are. Now, it's your decision if you find out the truth, mm-hmm. if you stay or leave. If you stay, that you dumb. If you smart, that you move you know. take home. Because mm-hmm. if so I tell you my cash My question is, why would you believe? Okay, so if something isn't real... How come you don't know it's not real? Well, well, folks be, you know, some people, you know, they'll put on a good game and and and, and cry. They play that that cry, fake cry thing, or that put on the show. Because I don't been but, in you know, they- spots like that. I'm going to say it, it just goes both ways. When we first jump into a relationship, the one thing, if you sit back and you listen, that person going to show you who they are. Mm-hmm. When we get into relationships and we like that person, we look past them thoughts that we don't like. We'll, we'll accept mm-hmm. it until we stuck in that relationship and then we start, oh, I don't like this, I don't like that. You didn't like it in the beginning, but because you was looking at that eye mm-hmm. candy, you, mm-hmm. you got caught. Same mm-hmm. thing, if a woman is a gold digger, and mm-hmm. she after you for your money, she going she gonna to show you who she is. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to keep dishing out of that pocket, because I'm going to keep dishing out of your pocket. <laughs> so I'm just saying, we know what we have. We just refuse to Look at it. Yeah, you. we talk about, yeah, I agree, it. you talk about being honest. Why does a person not honest? Why aren't we honest with ourselves? Because mm-hmm. some, some of them don't know how to be honest with themselves. They don't know how to be yeah. honest with themselves. They've been lying so long, they don't know how to be lying. I mean, honest with themselves. They've been lying about themselves for so long, it's hard. To be honest, that's my opinion. That's because they don't love themselves. Boom, there it is. Once you learn to love yourself, you're not going to put up with no bullshit. And you're not going, if you love yourself a certain way, see, I love to love to love you. I put myself on the, the, I'm not going to say a pedestal, but a pedestal. 
And that man has to come and love me more than I love myself. Because if you can't love me the way I love me, I don't need you. Now, you know those rules change. But you know those rules change when a woman gets involved, right? Like what? Okay, you got your common sense until you get in the bedroom and then he's the best sex you ever had or he think he's that cornbread. Y'all would be so beautiful for between your legs. Listen, if you want to drop that good dick like that, <laughs> she's going to take it. She's going to take it. Yeah. But if that's all you have to offer her, you're going to be you going to be the dick man. Then she's going to have the, the, yeah. the food base. And then she's yeah. going to have this until she finds what she wants. So if you're laying in the bed and you know she's not giving you what you need, you're not getting that nurturing from that woman that you need as a man, and the only thing you're getting out of it is sex and you know that's all she wants, that's up to you to stop giving it to her. Exactly. I we agree. know what we're in. A man, you as a mm-hmm. man, you know whether you hit that woman the first night or you hit her listening to Steve Harvey bullshit, uh, 30, 90 days, whatever, <laughs> whatever that shit is. Y'all sitting there listening to somebody that, that had, what, two, three wives? Stop. Yep, and cheating mm-hmm. on all of them, and then he giving advice. Okay. Fuck out of here. And y'all falling for that foolishness. So whether you give it to him the first night or you wait 20 years to give it to him, that man knows if he wants to be with you. You know as exactly. a man, oh, well, I'm just, I'm just going to hit that. And I and I'm done. You know that once you start talking to a dater or whatever, it don't take no six, seven years to find out. Oh well, she's not the one for me. You know, you're just gonna keep hitting it because she's gonna keep giving it to you. But we put ourselves in that situation. And I'm speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. My first husband was trash. And the way we was raised, I was raised. You get married, you that do us part. I had to break that shit. And mm-hmm. hey, one of us gonna die. And mm-hmm. I got two children, and it's going to be you. So, yeah. you know, just because the church says stay, ah, let the church keep them. I'm done. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I had to figure out. And this is a man that told me every day he loved me to death. I don't want nobody to love me to death no more. I want you to love me, but don't love me to death. You got to love me to life. <laughs> But I, I stayed with because I accepted that bullshit. So I have to take the fault in those relations and those failed relationships. I have to take my point into it. It's not just that other person. You got some fault in your shit too. I think that. Um, oh yeah, quiet. Everybody get quiet when your you. ass get talking. <laughs> <laughs> No, she said something real. Like, yeah, she I know. She, yeah, she she always says something real. That's why we that's why we shut the fuck up when she's talking. <laughs> look, she's she she bringing it. Code. You know that, right? She broke woman code. She's the first woman in America to admit that she was wrong in her part. Name another woman ever admit that they was ever wrong. Wow, that's a good general. And I've been wrong, and I've been wrong plenty of times. You know, in in my marriage, you know, I have a good marriage now. I love my husband to death, to life. I'm gonna take that back. I love him to life, but I'm without fault. He's without fault. But once you know who you are, 
Mm-hmm. You, know, you can make you know who you are and you know who your partner is. Then mm-hmm. you can make a relationship work. A lot of times we jump into these relationships and we ain't even take the time to get to know each other. Exactly. Now I'm about mm-hmm. to tell my age. When I was young, I had I was 16. My first my first love, first boyfriend. He was 19. He was over age, but when he came to visit me, I was in a porch. He was in a porch next to me. My mom and my dad and my grandma, my uncles, all, the whole family was around. So if he made one move, he was a, he was a goner. I got to know him as a person. My family got to know him mm-hmm. as a person. His mama and daddy came to my house. We got to mm-hmm. we were all a family. It wasn't just me and him. Mm-hmm. It was called courting back then. We don't court no more. Mm-hmm. So I got to know him. He became my best friend. And we had a, a relationship for four years. You know, we were engaged in marriage, but, you know, common sense, good mm-hmm. thing you learn. You live and you learn. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad I didn't marry him back then. Well, but, baby, you got the bullet, huh? Man. Baby, you better he be glad you ain't. I'm not even going to sit there and say he wasn't. My first love was a very good man. And he set the bar for for men. It's just that I was young, dumb. I was inexperienced. I was with him for four years, but we we didn't get intimate until I think I was 20. So Can, can I piggyback off I of something we, you're saying? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. She said um, that her first boyfriend, he set the bar. And in my observation of people and relationships, what I've seen is a lot of, well, and this is not, it's not to offend any, any, anybody listening or anything like that, but uh, this is just hey, my let's, observation. Hold on a second. If you hurt um, people's feelings, they ain't have no business being on here. Go ahead. Real what she was saying, uh, he set the bar. You know who set the bar for me? It was my dad. My dad set the bar because I had a really phenomenal dad. And um, a lot of us in, 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 in our relationships, we are really trying to heal from our parents' wounds, from their inability to conduct a really great relationship. So we, we got a lot of um, baggage like we start off with a lot of baggage. Um, if you if you had great parents, then maybe something happened to you. A lot of um, sexual mishandling of of children that really ruin things um, internally, and people can't conduct themselves in proper ways because they have a lot of internal stuff that they really need to heal from, whether it's from your parents, whether it's from Whatever, your family members, it, people are really damaged out here. So when we get into these relationships, here's one damaged person getting into a relationship with another damaged person, and all you're going to do is create more damage. Thanks. Let's do this real quick. Uh, this is the Hilltop Radio Show. We got the one and only uh, Ms. Dorsey's in the house breaking it down for us. Anybody that's listening, Online, and you guys want to be a part of this or have something to say, you can dial in the show 516 453 9110. 
uh, hit one on your keypad. That'll get you over into queue. And make sure when you uh, ask your question, please be respectful because I don't feel like hanging up on nobody tonight uh, because this is a good topic. And uh, let's go into a quick commercial and we'll be right back. Um, Benita Applebaum, welcome to the show. And shout out to Doc Honeycutt is listening to the show as well. We'll be right back. Madame Marie's Candle Shop and Botanical Store is now open. Located in the back of Northgate Mall, Pine Street Entrance, 1800 Evangeline Thruway, Squeak 613 in Lafayette. Black owned by Roz Marie. Stop by Madame Marie's Candle Shop for sage, oils, lotions, and candles. Plus Yanni Steam, body contouring, foot detox, and spiritual guidance. Open Tuesday through Friday, 11 until 6, and Saturdays 2 until 5. Stop by today. For more info, call 337 258 2354. Coming to Atlanta, the Southern Soul Radio Music Film Conference, August 17th through the 20th at the Airport Double Tree Hotel. Record labels, artists, filmmakers, media, actors, DJs. This is the largest networking event this year. Thursday, August 17th, official kickoff. Entertainment Mixer with registration 11 to 5 Eastern. And the meet and greet 7 to 11 p.m. Friday the 18th. Registration 1 to 7 Eastern. The breakaway session for music meets film. The deal is on the table with film premieres 9 to 4. And Friday night, the exciting artist showcase. Saturday the 18th, radio breakout sessions from 9 till noon. Your ambassador, also moderator, television star, Emmanuel Webster Lewis. Featuring the new Legacy Youth Workshop, Back to Basics, Marketing and Record Promotions. The Actors Workshop, covering auditions 12 to 4, then 7 p.m. to 11.30. Hit the red carpet for the five-star dinner and keynote speaker with honorees presentation. Sunday, 9 till 11, the gospel brunch with keynote speaker and closing ceremony. What you need to know on eventbrite.com under the Southern Soul Radio and Music and Film Conference, powered by Brimstone Music and Black Global Group. All right, that is uh, in a couple of months from now. I will be on one of the uh, radio panels uh, discussing music, DJ, you know, music and how, you know, the artists uh, get their music on radio. It's going to be a good event also. Um, if anybody out there listening and they want to be a part of the event, Southern Soul, hit me up and I can get you on the stage to perform one of those nights. So hit me up. And uh, see about getting you guys on the stage in front of a lot of people. It's going to be a lot of people. Um, right now, we're back. We're becoming excellent. Right here on the Hilltop Radio Show with Miss Dorsey. Miss Dorsey, welcome. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule and um, being uh, oh, on the show. And um, you know, we appreciate this. And you know, everybody's speaking their mind. You know, like I said, when Double Chocolate talks, everybody listens. So. You can hear you can hear a mouse piss on cotton when double chocolate talk. Go ahead. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> so go ahead, Miss Dorsey. You take it away. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. We went went for a commercial break. We were talking about. Um, I was saying that um, damaged people. Um, people are damaged and getting into relationships with other damaged people. And so what do we expect? I think when we spend 12 years in school and we don't teach anything about relationships, we don't teach about nothing. So why is it when, I just want to say this, I didn't mean cut you off, I'm sorry. Why is it when we get out of one relationship, we so quick, we're already damaged, maybe damaged from that relationship. Why are we so quick to jump into another relationship without even taking time out to get to 
to re-identify yourself and taking time to self-love, self, you know, teach yourself and things like that. Why is that? Well, in my in my opinion, and my my observation, people are um, people are lonely. People want to be loved, so that's, you want you know a, at the end of it at the, the end of the day, people like want to be loved. Low self esteem, right? That sounds like low self esteem. Well, yeah, a lot of people are there with low. A lot of people have low self esteem. They're the things that have happened to them have torn them up. They People don't feel worthy. They don't feel like they deserve, but they want it, and they and we all need relationships, and so they just go about it the best way that they can. What lesson, you know, what manual did we read that says, hey, step one, do X, Y, and Z. Step two, do X. You know, everybody's out here trying to figure it out. Yeah, it's the it should start with parents too, because you can be raised with your you can be raised with your mom and your daddy. You know, have both parents mm-hmm. in the home. But if your dad is working all the time, mom's home taking care of home, mm-hmm. but daddy doesn't come back mm-hmm. with your affection in front of them kids. I, I don't have mm-hmm. a problem with people showing affection in front of the children. I'm not saying have sex in front of them, but nothing wrong with coming home and kissing you. Or a simple mm-hmm. love tap or something like that. We don't show emotions mm-hmm. uh, to, mm-hmm. to your kids, and you don't you don't validate your children. You know, mm-hmm. um, like I said, my first husband. When we separated, divorced, my children I think was either two or three or three and four. So all the only uh, parent they had until I met my second husband was me. I was mama and daddy because when I divorced my husband, he divorced the kids. So he wasn't a part of their their life. Every now and then when he did come, I wasn't one of those bitter people that uh, didn't allow him to see him. I let them see him. They they learned to get their own observation of who he was because I didn't, I badmouthed him, don't get me wrong, but I didn't do it in front of the kids. When when daddy came around to see him, because no matter what he is, and he's still garbage, that's still <laughs> your dad. And I can't get mad with, with that because I laid down with him. That was my choice. I knew he was garbage when I laid down mm-hmm. with him. Mm. I, I knew what, but that goes to what she was saying with, with being damaged. I had both of my parents, mm-hmm. but me personally... Um, I wasn't validated. I was never daddy's little girl. I was never mm-hmm. daddy's little girl. So, mm-hmm. and my my sister, my sisters had that. When it comes to my daddy, they swear we, we was been raised in the same home. They love their daddy. Me, mm-hmm. I wasn't daddy's mm-hmm. little girl. So um, when it came to when it came to men. When I was younger, I was looking for that validation. So yeah. I dated older men, but mm. it was a mental thing because it had to that that person had to for me to stay with them. They had to tell me how they feel or make me feel a certain way, and that was from the attention I didn't get from the dad, you know, from the daddy, or um, right, you know, just being validated. So what I did with my daughter. 
you know, I wanted her to marry a football player, so I put her little pumpkin in the TV, watch football, and I would always tell her I love her. I validated her, and I'd always tell her, you make sure you find your man with some money and uh, to take care of you. If that man can't show you he loves you, don't let him just tell you because I love you. I could tell it to anybody. It don't mean nothing without validation. Because if you don't, I'd rather you show me than tell me. So I validated her. So as she grew up, the dude had to be, he had to play football, and he had to treat her the way mama treated her, like a princess. Same thing with my son. There's things I couldn't, I couldn't, how should I say it? I couldn't teach him because I wasn't a man. Mm-hmm. So he likes certain, he likes that. And I tell him that all the time. Try, you know, try to tell him now, look, you want a woman, you got to do this, you got to do that. Because there's certain things that a daddy should have been around to tell him how to treat a woman or to mm-hmm. show him. Because I can only tell him, I don't know how a man feels. You know, so I, it, it, it goes please. with validation. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead, Gemini. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little short story that you can get where I'm coming from. I have mm-hmm. 11 brothers and 12 sisters. Wow. Yeah. My daddy had those many children from three women. Mm-hmm. Now, my daddy was responsible enough that all the women knew about all the children. So we grew up together in the same house. Like, if we want to see our brothers and sisters, we're just going 33rd and all the kids be there. Like, when I was born, my brother was already 20, and I was 10. By the time I was, no, when he was 20, I was 1. My sister was 19 when I was 1. And what we did was we learned from men and women from each other. When a woman met a boy and a boy did a certain thing or say something, she would ask the brothers, how do men think? And we give her the honest opinion. When we first met women and we wanted to know, was they throwing game at us or they telling us the truth or do they care? They told us what they think. And we've been doing that for the years. So I learned women from my sisters and my sisters learned men from the brothers. Because daddy really wasn't there. Mama couldn't really understand because you're right. You cannot raise a man being a woman. But you can guide him like our sisters got us the men in our family and like the boys in our family learned from the men. And that's how we came up. Now, we did a good job because all my brothers and sisters are married, never had a divorce, and the lowest person been married was 10 years, and that's Gerald. And, he, he, and when he got married, he found the right one. But all are still together. And we learn from them. Well, I learned from my sister. A woman will tell you exactly what she wants if you listen. A woman will listen to a man if you put a standard what you wanted. I wanted an mm-hmm. older woman who went to church and loved God with a big butt and they can have a nice conversation and be honest with me. <laughs> and I got that. Jackie is 14 years older than me. She loves God. She got a big old butt. <laughs> and she conversates with me. So my saying was, that's the type of woman that I want. Once I got her, now I'm learning what do, do she expect from me. And I let her know if I can do it or not. In 25 years, three grandchildren and five children, they've been working. 
Again, uh, this is Ill Talk. Anybody out there listening that wants to be a part of the show or have any questions, the number to call in is 516-453-9110. And just hit one on your keypad, and I'll get you over into the queue. And then uh, you guys, and once you're in the queue, uh, put your hands up and make sure we do got a, a person waving their hand. Um, I'm going to get you over, say your name and where you're calling from, and please be respectable. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where you're calling yes, from? Talk to us. This is, this is Antonio McGaha. I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, you got the frying pan tonight. <laughs> yeah, I got I got the frying pan tonight. I do, I do, I do. All right. <laughs> I don't I, I don't wanna I don't wanna take up too much time um from the fish. I, I just I wanted to call in. Um as always, we try to support each other in, in each of the endeavors or all of the endeavors that we're that we're, you know, a part of. But I wanted to tell her that I'm so incredibly proud of um who she is, who she's becoming the things that she's overcome, like the, the sky is just the limit. For everything that she that she touches, it turns to gold. So, you know, this is just, uh, you know, uh, we don't take any, uh, you know, despise any small beginnings or anything that we, you know, we get an opportunity to do. We, we, we count it a blessing. So just the opportunity for her to be to share her heart, to share who she is tonight with, you know, a listening audience, man, it's, just, it's a pleasure. So I just want to tell her I love her. And, and um, I'm going to be listening, you know, listening or what have you, but I just, you know, want to tell her how how incredibly proud I am of that. Hey, This is a this is a grown and sexy show, man. So <laughs> we already Got we it. already know Got that it. you came on here to tell her that because you're going to get you something tonight. Mm. So just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was not thinking the same thing. He ain't slick. Yeah. Hey, man. You probably hey, we gonna mess with you now. You you just said I'm down with. We hold on. We got another. Uh, I think this is Detroit. Uh, no, I mean Michigan. Six one six. Welcome to the show. What is your name? <laughs> Where are you calling from? <laughs> okay, my name is Miss Shadi Simmons, and Leticia is my sister. Okay, the sister Hi, now. Man. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have been listening to y'all show. I came on here originally to um, hear my sister and support her. Um, I have never met her, um, but I will be pretty soon. Um, I'm a little nervous, if y'all can't tell. Um, Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Take your time. Yeah, don't be nervous. Mm -mm, Don't be scared. Mm -mm. I ain't scared. I'm nervous. I don't, you know, I don't speak, you know. I don't speak, like, on radios and stuff, so I'm a little nervous, y'all, so bear with me. Um, y'all was talking about relationships, right? hmm Okay. Right. So, me personally, I was listening to one of the men say that a woman won't apologize. I'm going to say this. If a woman cannot apologize, she's not a woman. I I'm a woman, and if I did you wrong or if I hurt you, I'm going to ask you to forgive me. I want to address that part first. 
And the second mm-hmm. part that I wanted to address is I didn't watch my daddy. I watched my mama. If my mama was happy, then that's what I wanted. I didn't see what she had to go through to be the happy because I couldn't stand in her shoes. I had to have my own shoes. When you get into a relationship and you broken and you following yourself and and you're not following the Lord in no way, shape, or form, you know, no way. You're just going to do you. You're going to run into some brick walls, and I'm here to tell all of y'all, I ran into some brick walls because I wanted to do what I wanted to do. It's a purpose for all of what we're doing right here, right now, today. I ain't trying to be serious, but I am. We all Hmm. have stepped in many of shoes, and we all have things to say about every situation. But in truth, Mm -hmm. we all are hard-headed, and we're going to do what we want to do. We have to take accountability for ourselves. Our parents only had the tools that they had. Their parents only had the Mm -hmm. tools that they had. We are the ones to, um, I guess, we woke. We got to save that for the ones that we raise. We have to get out the mentality that we don't need each other because we do. We so, so, let me ask, yes. so let me ask you a question. I didn't mean to cut you off. Are you, are you, are you in a relationship now? Are you yes, single? Sir. How long have you been in no, your relationship? In relationship? How long have you Eight been in years. your relationship? Eight years? Eight years. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. But I also... Okay. Previously, before this eight years, I was married for 21 years. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So how long and between that, how long between between your marriage and your and your relationship did you spend time alone, or you? How long was it between you know the gap when you got into with you and now your relationship now from the time you ended your marriage? Four years. Four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a long. That's a you know, pretty long time to get to understand and get yourself back together. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I I'm sorry. I'm being you. nosy. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. I'm being okay. nosy. Yeah. Oh, you're okay. Right. This, this is what we doing. You said this was right. a grown and sexy show, so we doing the grown and sexy thing, right? Say baby. Say, say baby again. Yeah. Call me baby again. Say baby again. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's called communication, you know? Right. Like, it's communication. If you be shy about the communication, then that's what you're going to get, a shy answer. Like yeah. that, you know? Just ask me. Well, I'm going to tell you a secret. If you're ask me, I ain't telling you. Oh my! Like that? Mhm. And a dumb question. Right. Mm-hmm. Hi, sister. <laughs> hey, sister. Like this is my sister. That's a long story. We have never met. I was adopted, and I just found my family last year. So, um, that's a whole nother subject and topic, but uh. But since I met them, they've been very supportive, and I, I love that, and I love y'all. I love you too. Oh wow, that's that's awesome. 
Your husband oh, said it best. You knock socks off, baby. Yeah, he he okay. came on and said what he had to say, and he jumped off the phone real quick. So he said, DJ Shorty ain't fucking with him tonight. Just <laughs> <laughs> like that. Okay? Oh, I, I, I want to do something real quick, if you guys don't mind. Um, Miss um, Dorsey, if you don't mind, I want to... Um, I want to bring this young lady on real quick, and um, tonight is her night. Uh, her uh, new song is debut today, and uh, I want to bring yes. her on and break her song. Miss Hollywood, mm-hmm. welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Hello, mm-hmm. hello. Hi. <laughs> you got a full. You got a full full uh, lot of people on tonight. We're talking about relationship. Mm-hmm. You in a relationship? No, honey. I'm single now. I'm not in a relationship. All right. Well, after the night, you're going to find you a boo. Now, let me stop messing with you, Miss, Miss Hollywood. Again, thank you for allowing us here on Hilltop Radio Show to break your new song that's uh, due today called Alabama Wildcat. Uh, tell everybody about yourself, and then we're going to get into your song, and then we're going to listen to see what the people think about it, because I already know it's slamming. <laughs> yes, well, I am Samara Miss Hollywood McLean, uh, born and raised here in Alabama. I'm a country girl. I currently live in Montgomery, and I've been doing Southern Soul since 2019. I have four albums under my belt, and so my okay. new single uh, was actually written by Magic One. Um, a lot of people may know him by his song, uh, Baddest, um, Baby of the Baddest, the Baddest in the Room. Um, mm-hmm. So he actually mm-hmm. wrote this song for me. It's produced by Slack. And um, I really had a good time recording the song and the video. If y'all get the chance, go to my page and check out the video I had for him. We was all out there in the jungle in the bamboo forest and everything, recording it all on video. <laughs> now let, let everybody know where they can follow you at, uh, Tamara. You can follow me on Facebook, Tamara, Miss Hollywood McLean, Miss MZ, not MS. Um, TikTok is Tamara McLean Music, and Instagram is Lady Hollywood 21. And you are an alumni from Alabama State, you, right? Yes, absolutely. Right. An honor grad. Yes. <laughs> and you teach as well, right? You teach. You teach. Yeah, right? I teach ninth grade history here at uh, Montgomery Public Schools in Montgomery, Alabama. All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and world break this worldwide. We do have a uh, Southern Soul artist on as well, part of our panel. Um, we got we got some artists on. We got we got a lot of people on tonight that are listening. And we are going, you go ahead and shout your song out so we can go ahead and break it for you worldwide. All right, bringing you the premiere, the debut of my new single, Alabama Wildcat. It's Tamara McLean, baby. <laughs> What's up, baby? Mm-hmm. I done told you. Look, I warned you. I did my part. Okay. I'm a grown woman, baby, but I'm so ready, yeah, might get you from 
Thank I'm so, you. I'm so glad you ain't no road tie. So I'm glad no. you ain't road mm-hmm. But <laughs> no, keep man. on doing your thing, baby. Thank you. You got right. my vote. One half of the married couple of Southern Soul, Uncle Jim and I. Talk to us. Hey, on mute. He must be fighting the mute button. He'll jump on. Benita Apple Bomb, boom. What do you think about that? Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Salute all of your accomplishments. Um, just do your thing. Must have challenges. I love it. It's beautiful. Thank you. So I hope much. you make it. You be you be the one that, that make it. You know, I already got something behind you. You know, <laughs> but yeah, keep going. I love that. Thank you so much. All I'm right. sorry, Jeff, but I was on mute. Yep. Go ahead, talk to us. Hey, hey Tamara, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Question. You say Slack did that beat? Yes, sir. You talking about the same Slack that did the beats for Jeter Jones and uh, Volcom Wright? Yes. Girl, I knew it was a hit. I knew Slack. <laughs> When you talk to Slack, tell him you met Uncle Jim and I and see how you react. I sure that is. I sure a, is. It's, it's a hit, girl. Thank you so much. And I love and your Facebook mer- page. It oh, don't yeah. look like a Facebook Thank you. Page. It looks like a website. I love the way. That's why I was on mute. I was looking at your page. You you got mm-hmm. stuff together, girl. Clap, clap, and a toast to Jim. You're doing good. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's totally a whole different vibe from, you know, Reverse Cowgirl and all those other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah, you surprised me on this one. And I, this is my yeah. first time listening to it tonight with everybody else. But yeah, it's groovy, it's club, and yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you. But, where can people go and purchase it at if they want it? Because if they get it from it's me, actually, I'm selling it for sixty nine ninety five cash out. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> yes, it's actually on all streaming platforms at this point because it was released today. And um, you also can download the video as well. So if you have Vivo, uh, Vivo or Apple Music, anything like that, you can download the video as well as the song. All right, let's get it one more time as Double Chocolate says, Prr, I need to hit that one more time. We'll be right back. <laughs> What's up, baby? Mm-hmm. I done told you. Look, I warned you. I did my part. Okay. It's Tamara McClain, baby.
know what you want. If I do, it's cause I want to. It's cause I want to. If I don't answer my phone when you call tomorrow, you do. manner but in a any type of way she can pay her bills she knows her dreams she know where she's going she know where she's been and she knows she's not going back yeah. so that's the alabama wild kid love it can we, can we it. get a little can we get a get a little rare with that no i'm just messing with you <laughs> <laughs> you're amazing i got it i got it there you go and Tamara, you you welcome you to stay on board. You welcome to stay with us. We're talking about relationships and everything, and you know. And if anybody out there that's that's tuning in with us and they want to get on, they want to t- either be a part of the show about a relationship or even comment on the song that we just dropped. Uh, you guys can tune in and uh, hit one on your keypad for the people that's already on board, or you can dial in at five one six four five three nine one. One zero, and you guys can uh, right. hit 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 the one and your hand raise. I'll get you on over and everything, and then you can ask away. But we're back on the Hilltop Radio Show. We got Miss Dorsey is in the house and she's bringing it. Her husband Hi. came on, said we had to say he got off real quick. He's probably getting the bubble bath and the rose petals all over the bedroom and everything. So. Yeah, we're gonna get you off here nah, real soon. Nah, he's, uh, he's, he's at rehearsal. He's, he's oh, not okay. even here. He's just uh, yeah, he's doing his music thing. Yeah, messing with him. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we could uh, start where we left off. And again, uh, you guys go and support these southern soul artists, man. Uh, the ones that work hard in the industry and. You know, and and they got their music out there. Please follow them and and purchase their music and stuff because it's hard. Half of them can't even be on the right charts with the right artists and stuff because of the favoritism that's going mm-hmm. on. But that's another mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Go ahead, Miss Dorsey. You got it. Take it away. Um. Well, let's. Uh, we were talking about. Um, the the gentleman who was uh, talking about his brothers and sisters and how many and how they taught, you know, oh, what Uncle stood Jim out guy. to me in that, uh, yes, what stood out to me is that 
the reality of it, we're all being taught. Now, what we're being taught as we grow up, that's the question. We all get taught, you know, how to treat people, how not to treat people. Um, you know, I said earlier that my dad was a great, he was a great dad. Um, Relationship-wise, my parents were older um, when they adopted me. So what I didn't get to see, they weren't very affectionate to one another in front of me. Um, and so part of my subconscious training was maybe, you know, this is what a relationship looks like. I mean, we're all taught by what we see. So if people aren't being intentional with their children, they're still teaching them. You know, if you're uh, arguing and fussing all the time, your your children grow up to think that that's what couples do, what they what they do. My parents didn't have any conflict in front of me, so I wasn't used to conflict. I thought if if we had conflict, then it's over. But that's not the truth either. So, you know, if we could be more conscious of what we display in front of our children, that's really helpful. So, so, so let me ask this. It came to my mind before anybody. So the days of learning about the birds and the bees, is that still, does that still consist today or it's like, you know, who? Learn it. Who's teaching it? Yeah. If your parents aren't teaching it, the school isn't teaching it. Um, if your parents, I mean, I was in a group of kids on um, last year and I was talking to them and the girls didn't even know the purpose of their cycles. They didn't even know why they, and they were talking eighth grade going into high school. They didn't even know that why they had cycles. So it's, um, yeah, you'd be surprised. You think it's common sense, but it's it's not. Common sense isn't common. So basically, nowadays, social media is teaching the kids, uh, you know, twerking and, you know. Sea Valley, yeah, whatever, y'all, you know, whatever they watch, and they watch everything. I think it's rap music. Say it again, Uncle Gemini. I think it's rap music. Rap music. The hottest artists out are three of the hottest women that's out there, and they telling the men what they want and what they're going to do to them. So men go follow mm. what women do and what women say. So that's how they learn about sex. Mm. And it goes to back to parenting. You brought them children in the world, you should teach them better. If your children listening to Nicki Minaj and, and what some what is and all that, it's because you're allowing them to listen to that. And I'm not but talking that's about... But not, that's not always true, though, because I work in schools and... Who buys, who buys your children's cell phones? Who puts the TV in the house? And I'm not going to sit here and say, I wasn't a perfect parent. I never turned off... I listened to when I grew up on who Lil Wayne and Sixty Nine Boys and, and who's the twerk dude Luke. I listened to my music in Uncle my car, Luke. my children in the car. Yeah, Uncle Luke. Don't stop, get it, get it. I listened to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so 
and listen, listening to him do what uh, Daisy Dukes and all that ain't no different than them girls twerking now. We just twerked a different way. So we was all raised in secular music. We was all probably raised in gospel music, but it still all goes from the home. Um, if I give my child a cell phone, which they had because I worked. So both of my kids had cell phones when they were in kindergarten. They knew how to use it, they knew how to get on the internet, they know what to look for. They typed in something, it was there. Started with me as a parent. They wouldn't have found porn if I didn't give them a phone and a computer to go and find it on. <laughs> What's the I didn't teach though? them. Like, I, I, did not, I did not teach them to go look for it, but they found it. <laughs> You ain't got to teach because it's right. I mean, it, it, it comes but to that's, me. But that's, like all of that right. stuff. And that's what I'm saying. You got to take blame in, in what you do. I'm not saying, and our kids could be raised in the same home, and one could be a murderer and the other one could be a saint. We raise them together because they, you know, but they all have different personalities. All I'm saying is it still starts at home no matter what. Because I know some little demon children, and I know some good kids. You can't believe that they were raised in the same in the same home. So it's like you can't say it starts at home, then. Sort of, kind of. It still starts, it right. still starts at home. You live in my house, don't buy my cell phone. But even if you don't buy my cell phone, they'll still find a way mm-hmm. if that's something they really want to do. Mm-hmm. Or if it's something that's introduced to them, like if you go to school, mm-hmm. you have like I there are a lot of uh, there's a school a friend of mine told me kindergartners are having sex in 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 school. I know that middle true yeah middle school kids are having sex in the school. But mm-hmm. so say you were raised and your parents you know you have good parents and everything, but you go to school. And you get introduced to a whole nother world, you can't stop that. You, as a parent, I've raised you all of morals and all of the things that I would like to wish you had. But your, some kid comes to school, brings a phone, and show, and then exposes you to something that you weren't exposed to. That ignites something that is mm-hmm. bigger than just, mm-hmm. um, just say no or. I mean, you could say no, but now you have already seen something that is burned into the back of your brain. True. Then what? Wow. And I'm not then saying your job, for everything then, it becomes, that you... then it becomes your job as a parent to teach them, uh, introduce them to it before someone else does, because they're going to introduce mm-hmm. it to them in another way than what you were introduced mm-hmm. to it, and you teach them right from wrong. And then it's still up to them mm-hmm. to make their decision, but they they know they do know right from wrong. So it, right. I, that's I, I right. That it starts from, it starts from home. That's Benita. Benita, was that you talking? Yeah, that was me. Um, and I say this okay. because my children, um, my children, my sisters, they they like you know they really have a problem with my kids because oh she smoked weed oh she never did she didn't she never did that but at the same time I still told my kids just because you see me doing something that don't mean you go and do it. You know, um, if you want to sit up and spend your money, you see how much money I got to spend on this? You know, I still teach them other things. Neither one of my kids smoke, but they kids do, and they never smoke for a joint in their life. 
But it's what mm. you teach your kids. You raise your kids in the projects. I raise my kids in the neighborhood. Not saying that my kids are better than there. I'm just saying it's the teaching that you teach your kids. You gotta, you know, mold your own kids. You know, people gonna help. You know what a dick and a pussy is. I'm gonna show you what a dick and a pussy is, and I'm gonna tell you what to do and what you don't do with it before somebody else tell you what to do mm-hmm. and don't do with it. It's just what it is. That part. Cause they're gonna learn it. It's a whole big thing out there. They're mm-hmm. gonna learn it anyway. You can hide all you They're gonna learn to. it anyway. They're gonna mm-hmm. learn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of parents are scared Because they're scared of it They're scared to tell the truth (laughs) But most of these parents today are so young They haven't been taught to A a lot of us And I'm, I'm just saying us You know We haven't been How should I say it Straight locator (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know what the word is saying. Um, well, well, you think you think on that? Let me go do a quick commercial then. Yeah, go to commercial. Yeah, we'll be right back. I need a smoke. That's what it is. Let me get when my it's thing. time to unwind from a long day to improve it, stop by Taj Essentials, thirty-one twenty-four Eastway Drive, Charlotte. Taj Essentials offers natural products that are vital to improve your life. So stop by or give them a call at 980-819-7463. Open Monday through Saturday. That's 980-819-7463. Taj Essentials, helping you improve you. Have you lost your phone service? Now there's a new alternative to the large phone provider. Texans now have a better choice in phone service. Everybody's Phone Company, the best prepaid phone service in Texas. Everybody's Phone Company will get your phone turned on with no deposits, no credit checks, no ID, no social security questions, and absolutely no hassle. They have unlimited local calling, toll-free calling, 911 emergency access, collect calling, and free long distance, and much more. For more information about Everybody's Phone Company, go to everybodysphonecompany.com. Again, that's everybodysphonecompany.com. Or you can call Everybody's Phone Company at 713-268-1610. Again, that's 713-268-1610. Everybody's Phone Company, the best prepaid phone service in Texas that is renewable on a monthly basis. The new alternative to the large phone provider. So don't go without phone service. Contact Everybody's Phone Company. All right, welcome back to the Hilltop Radio Show. We got BE's on, Miss Dorsey. Miss Dorsey, again, thank you for taking time out of your schedule and joining us here tonight on the Hilltop Radio Show. If anybody has that are listening to the show and they have any questions they want to, you know, uh, reach out to you personally, how can they, um, how how can they reach out to you? Um, I have a website. Um, it's Becoming Excellent B, um, B as a boy, E as an excellent. And on there, there's um, contact information. You can book a, a session. You can, um, I do a 15-minute free consultation if you kind of want to see if it's something that you are um, interested in. Um, I highly recommend um, life coaching. Um, some people don't want to get into therapy. Uh, because it's too painful to dig up the past. And so what I do is life coaching is not digging up the past. It's where you are, 
and where you want to be, me helping you get to where you want to be. So um, you can follow me on Facebook on Becoming Excellent B. I'm on Instagram, Becoming Excellent B. And, um, yep. All right. Also, I want to shout out, uh, we have right now 67 67,000 listeners tuned into the show right now. Thank you guys for listening and being a part of the show and understanding the show tonight as well. So go ahead, Double Chocolate. Yeah, you had, uh, what, three minutes to 90 seconds to think about what the hell you wanted to say. I done lit my blood. I done forgot. Oh, damn. (laughs) Go ahead, Love Dog. Subject. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, yo, um, I would like to say two things. Um, um, I want to thank God for my mom and my dad. You know, when I was growing up, we didn't um, know when they argued or blessed the dead. You know, I know my dad, he never um, argued with my mom. I ain't never seen it. Me and my brothers and sisters, we ain't never seen it. And so then um, that was true love, and then they stuck together. But I remember back when we was growing up, me and my friends, we used to play. I remember we used to play this game called House and Mama and Daddy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we was, you know, we was the spirit men. I remember I was, I had my neighbor, I had her up under the car, you know, just a spirit men with her and touching feeling and all that good stuff. And, you know, and that was my first experience with that. What the hell y'all doing? I need the damn car. Checking the wall. Hey, we want, we want her, you know, because her, her daddy was crazy. She was, yeah, man. Her Checking daddy the wall. Was, oh, wall. Yeah, I need the damn car. Change the wall and shit. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you, man. Um, her dad was, see, they was, her dad was military. And and he was white and the mom was what? Uh, Filipino. I mean, no, Panamanian or something. She was mixed, and so you know, we tell. And that's when I that 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 when I first ate my first piece of pussy up under that car. And oh, wow. <laughs> Boy, shame on you. Damn, they're checking, they're checking the tie rods and shit. Making sure, making sure the mufflers are packed and shit. Damn. Damn, I like my mom and dad. Hey, did the car have brakes? <laughs> no, no, it was the car. No, it was the car. My mom and my dad and them, you know, drive in all the time. You know, we, you yeah. know, we want to get caught. Your ass should have been a mechanic growing up. <laughs> that's, the thing, that's the thing right there. Tell your kids, and they want, like, when some, you hear a lot of kids, they be bringing up subjects, and a lot of kids' eyes be butt wide, like, ooh, you talking about that? Ooh, you shouldn't be talking about that? Oh, we're going to get in trouble if you talk about that? But, no, you need to talk about a lot of things too, with your kids because people are bringing up something and make it sound so interesting, and, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't know. They don't know, and that'll be their first mm-hmm. experience um, listening to what somebody else said about it, and that's not even your look on it, you know, or how your take on it. But yeah, you gotta man, they have your kids. And when they say uh, it takes a village, 
man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I was telling my sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, um, y'all, your kids walking out that door. They when they walk out that door, they walk into a hallway with crackheads and all type of stuff. They're, they're teaching them kids, you know. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, they're teaching them kids. I try my best to keep my kids away from that, you know. Some but some I still told them. So, Miss Dorsey, is it best for the mo- if the father and the mother is around, is it best for both of them to sit down and explain to the kids life, you know, the do's and don'ts um, of life? I would say yes, because if you have okay. if you have that um, available, um, your mom and dad, because we have different perspectives. We started the um, conversation off um, talking about how men – and women love differently. So, mm-hmm. yeah, how, you know, to get a well-rounded perspective of life and, and things, yeah, a mom and a dad, um, a male-female perspective. Uh, we got a lot of kids who have one-sided perspectives because they only have their mom or they only have their dad to, to tell them. But it's another side, both sides. Well, well, I want to be I I want to be nosy right now. I'm a, I'm gonna mess with the women. You know, you guys already know how I am. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Miss Valora right now. Valora, what is, what is your love language? What is your love language? Since you learned about it in the beginning of the show, what is your love language? Well, Laura, she there? Well, she no comment me. All oh, right. No, no, no. I, I was talking and I was on mute. I'm sorry. I, oh, no I problem. I said that you have to show me. It's because um, you can talk to your blue in the face, but it's what you show me. Mhm. 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 Okay. I'm I'm going okay. double chocolate last because it's probably all hers and probably ten more that she didn't made up. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, but, but Nina, what's your love language? <laughs> uh, what's my love language? Uh, okay, I'm lost. What you mean by what's my love language? Oh, uh, yeah, five love. Can you explain the love love languages again, uh, Miss Dorsey? Okay, sure. the 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 five love languages um, are acts of service. That's when you like people to do things for you. Um, physical touch, words of affirmation, uh, quality time, and receiving gifts. So theoretically, people, you know, you don't have just one. People don't have just one of them. But, I, I, you know, I one is. Say, man, I can I can definitely um, roll with a good three, <laughs> a good three, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like for people to do something for me, but also in return do stuff for them. And um, who don't like gifts? I mean, that's that's kind of hard. And um, yeah, quality time is a it's a plus. And I can with I can vouch for that right now. Is yeah, without that time, it's going to go downhill. So yeah, I take those three. All right, y'all. Can I get a drum roll? <laughs> Double chocolate What's yours Five plus ten more you made up <laughs> Legit 
sums everything up. Uh, you know, that sums it all up. The words That's of affirmation, you, you, that, you, that, mm-hmm. that goes with some good sex. The quality time, that goes with some good sex. That physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> that acts of service, yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. And receiving gifts, I love to receive. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, good day. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All of them. That's why I saved her for last. That's why I saved her because for last. Oh man. Okay. All right. Let's see the bed. Uncle Jim and I. What is, what is your what is yours, my brother? <laughs> Cornbread. Actually, I'm like after hearing all this, I got a request. I want to hear that song. What's love got to do with it? My doc got to cut. <laughs> This goes from the whole conversation. <laughs> Amen. All right, I'm gonna play it in a minute. Let's get everybody else. <laughs> I thought you was gonna say cornbread. Let's touch. <laughs> uh, Hi. Uh, uh, dog. What what is yours? <laughs> well, mine is uh. Oh yeah, you know y'all like that pur, baby. You know I like that pur. But I want to, I want that axe. I like that axe, and I like that. Uh, I'm a touchy feely type of person, and of course I like that um, um, quality time. But most of all, I like that cornbread. Uh. <laughs> I like that cornbread. Hint, hint. Uh, well, I, I say this one. I say this dude for last because I it got put him in the same. The same category with double chocolate. What is yours, buddy, Mike? I know you got oh, five man. and ten mermaids. Oh, <laughs> Look here, I'm, I'm going to hit y'all with something different. I'm going to hit y'all with yeah, something right. He lies. <laughs> what didn't change for me is I done been through such, so many situations of touchy-feely. I'm looking for more of the emotional, like the, the, the mm. quality time, the the mission, how we really match up, because I mean, I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a person that knows such a feeling. I can get that if I can't get nothing else. They they all mm-hmm. out there. That's, I mean, no lie. I, I at least mm-hmm. in a good week, I done shot down a good ten. Because I mean, that's all mm-hmm. they're I'm like, nah, I'm good. You know what? So, I I I gotta do this for Mike. I gotta do this for him. <laughs> <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Who did it? Drops another one in everybody's face. And dig it. They call this one. I'm a ho. Then round with being a ho as long as you know you a ho. Hey, he's <laughs> Know, huh? know yourself. <laughs> wow. DJ Show. Yeah. <laughs> now, wow. all the millions, all the millions of women out there want to know what's your love language. Mine's hey. all of them. Mine's all yeah. of them. You're a lot. Mine's all of them. All of them. You know you got one better one. You know you got one. Corn, besides you know cornbread, all of them. <laughs> you know you're a touchy. No, 
I, that's all all of them but but when i see uh but when i meet a female i compliment her i let her know how good she looks i let her know all females want all females love that extra that somebody different brings them other than the boyfriend or husband in a respectful mm-hmm. way real talk oh. am i lying ladies nope <laughs> no and and then nope. if you know how to flirt with them, if you know how to flirt with them without oh, without disrespecting them, they like they like that too. Real talk. I'm going to your school then. I'm going to your class. When you get class, you the artillery. <laughs> I'm a flirt. Just make sure you have your cash oh. app open. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tell. They're going to pay for it. I tell I tell I tell them all the time how sexy chocolate their asses is. Real talk. I said, boy, you sexy as hell. I know how to do it. Yeah. A woman loves, a woman want to hear that. They might hear it at home, but it it, may, it brings more excitement to them when they hear hearing it from someone else that's doing it in a respectful way. And that's how I do it. I do it in a respectful way. Oh, shit. What do you get yeah. out of that? I get I, I what, what I get, get out, out of it. If I see a smile on their face, I did what I was supposed to be doing. There you go. Yep. yep. That's the if they heart. turn around and give me a smile and say thank you for that, I needed that or I needed to hear that. I did. I did my job. He got it. And then some women got to know how to accept a compliment and know that it's just a compliment. Mm-hmm. So just because a man tell you you look good don't mean he wants you. That's, that's true. right. That's, that's true. true. Like my mama that's used to say, true. everybody don't want your funk ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she got some good set of yams. If she, got some yam, if she got a good set of yams on her and she yam mm. delicious, oh, man, mm. I'm on. Hey, I'm asking for the number. Are you single, right? You single, right? You want to fuck you don't want to. That means For one, she got to have that don't. She got a don't. She got a don't. She got to have that for me. So, so Miss Dorsey, we wild on here. I'm sorry, we wild. We were wild. I know oh we, no, oh no, yeah, it's a we, good. We have it. It's a good time. You said grown and sexy. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what. That's yeah. what it is. It's after it's, hours anyway. The kids. And it's sleep. very seldom we get Uncle Gemini on here, and and you know, have him open up. You know, it, it feels real good to have him on here because he ain't been on here in in a year or two, two years. But it, it feels good to have him back. Yeah. Instead of Uncle Gemini over here, he's Godfather Gemini. <laughs> so I have a question. I have a question for the single people on the uh, on the on the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, I know damn well Mike can't say yeah. A, <laughs> I'm single. <laughs> Mike say he's single. <laughs> Or the lies you hear on this damn show, boy. I tell you the lies you hear on this show. Go ahead, Miss Dorsey. Miss Dorsey. Okay. Mike ain't a Sagittarius, is he? Yes, I am. Mm. You, you the one we got the same birthday, right? December the fourteenth. That's right. 
Yes, and my daughter, okay. and my daughter's birthday is the fourteenth, and she a hellraiser too. Yeah. I, you could rephrase that. I think it's not a hellraiser. She's full of fire. <laughs> she a hellraiser. She got the boys <laughs> fighting on her nail and everything. But anyway, go ahead. So my question for hmm. anyone who's looking for looking for someone. Or want to, wants to be in a relationship. What are you looking for, and how do you know you when you get it? Well, I'm gonna go ahead and answer that. And get mine out of the way. I don't want a relationship. I I rather stay single because I know me, and I know you know I'm in the entertainment. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to get ultimatum again and trying to explain myself, you know, as a DJ, you're always going this and that. So DJ Sean's going to stay single to the day he dies. Because now wow. I can I can dictate who I want to date, who I want to go out with, who I who I who I call, you know, if I, you know, if I have an itch and I need it scratched or, you know what I'm saying? I can call, you know, that's I don't I don't want a relationship because I, I I've been I've been by myself going on seven years now and it feels good. I don't have to answer to nobody. I don't have to be. Why are you out this time of night? You see my you see my who's that calling you? Why she's always calling you? I don't, I'm good with that. Real talk. You just want to be well, a home. I'm 53 <laughs> and I'm a Gemini and I'm float. Yeah, I want to be a whole too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but still, no. You don't think me, that's going to get tired? No, I have a peace of mind. I have a peace of mind. Gotcha. Yep. I got this show that keeps me busy. I got good people around that I can call and talk to, you know, with issues or is there something on my chest or something bothering me. I got good people around me that I can call and express my feelings to. And they and I always get get good honest feedback. And there's nothing wrong with being single or wanting to be single. As long as you know yourself, you you cool with that. Mm-hmm. Some people need to be single now that's in relationships because they don't know who they are and they sure in the hell don't know who the person they're living with. I enjoy it I do enjoy it because I can call And I can call But Nina when I want to Mess with her And and just see how she's doing And call You know uh, rat, um, Double Chocolate Valera You know all of them I can call And they're, you know they're there to talk to You know I can talk with them On you know seriously You know not Call them to try to get you know get them in a bed and stuff like that. I can call with them with a with a grown conversation, and and I'm good with that. Yeah, good with that. Yeah. Real talk. Well. Well, you got to have ten of them. Go ahead, Mike. I'm not <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say something. And this this is if he was on the phone. DJ Sean, he he give you the whole business. Scrap Ryan was here. He give you the whole truth. So I honestly, honestly can say, after being 
Well, single for four years, and that's, you know, I was married, got my divorce, and, you know, everything I went through, you know, some know everything I went through that I actually, mm-hmm. I believe I actually have met the person I was meant to be with all this time, but I'd be so real that everybody on the phone and scrap scrap gets on me every day. And even she got on me. She said, don't let your fear of wanting to be in a relationship or thinking you'll mess it up. Talk yourself out of it. And I feel I've met, I finally met the right person. We clicked on all levels, but I'm so, I'm so like, man, do I just want to, and, and my brother, like I said, my brother's Big trapped me today, but, huh? That big, big red? red? No, talking about no. big red? No, 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 no. She's actually, uh, she was my nurse. <laughs> no, but in, <laughs> and it just, like I said, it, everything about it, but I, I, I met the right one. And she, we both speaking, she said, I finally met somebody. I could just, and, you know, we ran through history over just the, the talk of us. Was <laughs> So, uh, so let me you ask know, you a question. Really know, you know, huh? Mm. But but you you afraid to go further is what you're saying? I, I'm, I'm actually for the first time in my whole life, I'm afraid to go forward because I guess I feel and I've, I've had to forgive myself, of course, for things I've done, mm-hmm. forgive others for things they've done, and I just. Mm-hmm. This is my question for you. Why would you punish yourself from being happy if you know that person can make you mm-hmm. Because you're not punishing mm-hmm. her because she can walk away. Because after a while, give us enough time, we're going to walk away and fall into the arms of somebody else, and you could be the, you lost. Why? But why deprive mm-hmm. yourself? Of happiness. If you know that woman makes you happy, why would mm-hmm. you deprive yourself of happiness? If you love yourself as much as you claim you love yourself, loving her wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Don't punish. Don't punish her for something somebody else did, and don't punish yourself for it. To me, that's just as crazy as someone. As a woman not giving a man sex because she married. That's the stupidest mm-hmm. shit I ever heard. Why the mm-hmm. hell am I depriving myself of a nut? Because we married. <laughs> if I <laughs> my nut, I will get my nut and go my ass to sleep.
But I don't punish yourself. If you love that woman, you should be able to yeah. take that leap out with her because she gonna give you if she's giving you that nourishment you need, then now, you keep now, that. Now is this woman going is this woman that you talking about, Mike, is, is she she ready to settle down? Are you ready to settle down? She is. I, she one hundred percent I I'll be this is how, how real and serious it is and I ain't even told my bro this. I would actually, with being with her, besides I love doing with this opportunity that you invited me to, but I would actually let go of the music side of me, of being an artist. That's a You would? To be with her? me that hard. I would oh, let go wow. of the music side. Oh, wow. But why would you do that? I, why would you have to? I, I, I've lived. Why would you have to I've do lived. that? Man, I have lived, man, man. <laughs> I have lived, I have loved, and like I said, now I want some after the ordeal I've been through through the past four years. I want something completely different, and that's the first. She's been the first person I, I would ever say I I don't have to be an artist. I I I'll be a writer and gladly live that life. And you know I got younger kids and. Hey, money might be cool. Then you should be marrying her tomorrow. That shouldn't be a question. That shouldn't be a doubt. You should be marrying her tomorrow. Y'all should be at the courthouse tomorrow with a witness. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, I I mean, to give up something that you love to do as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like down the road, if if you have to do it, it's going to become a problem. If you just want to do it and you you want to do it, that's different. But to do it to be with somebody, what? I wish my husband would we'll, we'll have a real big problem, huge problem. I'll say what. This is what I love. Us to do. DJs and a look, and, and you know, with all us being on the phone, I I can honestly tell y'all on this phone, my music played in my second marriage. It played seventy five percent of the reason why it didn't work. Because up until 2008, 2018, I, we, was, we was on the go. It was going. Like, I, I would come home, do the time with the kids, and, you know, time with her, and, you know, it was lovely, and uh, bam, bam, bam. But, you know, we was back on the road. And it, it just got to where she's like, you always gone. I remember the first time I, I knew exactly when she said, you are always gone. I knew it right then. I knew right then. Ugh. And I tried. I tried to like, well, hey, tell my partner, well, hey, well, let's let's skip this little leg right here and we'll catch up with it over here. But now, yeah, I mean, you like, hey, live and learn. Let's do this real quick. Uh, <coughs> let's do this real quick while we're on here. Benita, um, walk, again, welcome to the show. Let everybody know your social media. And um, where they can find you out on social, follow you out on social media. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Benita Applebomb, YouTube, Benita Applebomb. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with my Instagram, but you can follow the real Benita Applebomb on Instagram or official Benita Applebomb because they tripping with my face with me with the Instagram. But yeah, right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. Boom. Boom. 
Uncle Jim and I, let them know where they can follow you at, big brother, and thank you, man, for being a part of the show. It was an honor. Magic Easy. All you have to do is just Google. Say Google. Married couple of Southern Soul. Married couple of Southern Soul. And you will find me everywhere. Just Google me. All right. Uh, We're still on, though. Don't go nowhere. Uh, Money Mike, where can they follow you at? Definitely. Uh... Share the Hilltop Radio Show, of course. Uh, on all social media, it's UNG Music. That's I T S U N G M U S I C, or the website at newungmusic.com. Low dog, where can I follow you? So you can follow me on lawegroup.com, and you can follow me at underscore law dog underscore on IG, and also you can follow me. Law Entertainment Group Facebook, and also you can follow me at Law Dog Freeman. Also, you can find me right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. Again, uh, again, I want to thank Miss Dorsey for uh, being a part of the show. We got to do a part two because I think it's it's a lot more uh, we can offer and give uh, to everybody listening. We have reached uh, seventy. Hold on, let me check real quick. We reached 77 listeners. Yeah, oh, 77K. Hey. Yeah. And, um, again, let everybody know where they can uh, follow you and if they need any questions or, you know, need your expertise. Have you ever had anybody call you about talking to their kids on, you know, on relationships and stuff like that? Um. No, I haven't had anybody call me about it, but I have done um, programs, um, several different programs about it. Um, I did a program a couple of years with Alvin Ellie Camp. They had a a personal development section in in the camp, and I was the person who taught. So we talked about relationships and money and all those kind of life life skill type of things, but. Um, all the schools that I work at, we talk about relationships because a lot of kids don't, um, you know, they're afraid to talk to their parents or their parents have, they don't know that they've done it, but they're not um, reachable. They don't know that they're not, but their kids don't feel comfortable talking to them. So, um But if anybody needs, you know, I'm I'm here at becoming excellent B dot com. Um, I'm on Facebook, becoming excellent B. Got to put the B E at the end. Um, and I'm on Instagram, becoming excellent B on Instagram as well. Okay. But I love talking about relationships. I love helping people um, find out who they are. So that they can be better in their relationship. Okay. Um. Do you have uh, anything to do <clears throat> Sunday night? Sunday night. That's, that's Father's Day. 
Uh, let oh, me get it is Father's Day, isn't it? Oh, never mind. Yeah, because yeah, your your husband popped back up, and I don't want you to say anything where you know <laughs> he's gonna get you. So we'll we'll talk about bringing you on for a part two. Uh, double chocolate, everybody. Oh, I forgot Sunday is Father's Day, so there's no show Sunday. Uh, double chocolate. Um, uh, let everybody know where they can follow you at. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Rosemarie, Queen Rosemarie on Snapchat. Um, if you need spiritual guidance, body contouring, personal training, yanni steam, foot detox, sage, oils, candles, reading, check me out on my business page and at my store at Madame Marie's Candle Shop. And please stay tuned for my adult novelty store that is coming real soon. If all goes well, I'll be open by the beginning of next month. So, yeah, you can get all your fun toys and fun parties booked with me. And make sure you check out my show on Sunday nights, and that is love. <laughs> you won't say the word in July. Start. And I'll be back in July. No show on Sunday. And the following Sunday is my anniversary. So I'm going to be trying to make a baby. The following Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) The following Sunday. The following Sunday after that. But uh, I'll be back in July. But now. I'll reach out to you tomorrow. Maybe we can look at our schedules and see when we can do a part two because this stuff, this right here, this grown and sexy stuff is much needed uh, on radio. And I want to bring back things that we used to do, uh, you know, bring shows back where, you know, where people can open up and, and um, you know, and uh, show a different side of them. You know, grown. This is grown and sexy. We keep it raw, uncensored, and yeah, we don't have real common sense, and uh, we appreciate everything that you brought to the table, and we love to love to have you back. Yeah, real talk. Definitely. Oh, I had a great. It's a great time. Um, it's it is definitely needed because people are um people are lost, even though they don't act like it when you get to be grown ups. People pretend like they know what they're doing, but we could tell by the statistics that we need a little help. Everybody needs a little help. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, you you know, like like what I was saying myself. I want to be single is a reason why that, and I'll I'll bring that up the next time <laughs> part two of the show. I'm not gonna bring it up right now. I think you're scared. I think you're kind of scared, but that's just what I think. Well, after I, well, you could say that maybe I am scared, but there's a reason why I want to be, because I'm not, I, I'm not argumentative and confrontational, you know what I'm saying? So, so myself, I am a domestic violence survivor. Uh, I'm a stab, stabbed well. in the neck, the ear, and six times in the back. Oh. And they had it that I was dead and, you know, oh. news reports that I was dead and everything. And I was, you know, I was alive and well in the hospital. But, yeah, so that has a lot to do with me wanting to stay single. Yeah. 
That's understandable. Well, sorry to hear that. That's very, very unfortunate. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, and then also, you know, people out there listening, men, it don't make you a punk. It makes you that you're a survivor and you're mm-hmm. here today to tell your story. And then your story can help other people. Because my story mm-hmm. helped other people. <laughs> but I held my story inside of me for a long time before I even told the truth. Because <clears throat> I thought the same thing. Thought it made me look like a punk, you know, being being fucked up by a female. But no. Mm-mm. Maybe be a slut. Yeah. But yeah. That's going to be our next time. Well, you know what? There's a lot of men yeah. in abusive relationships. <laughs> I mean, a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Abusive, whether it's physical, emotional abuse, because um, it's not always physical. It, it's the way that, you know, people talk to people. It's mm-hmm. abusive, um, mentally abusive. It's just, and men are, like you said, they don't want to say anything because they feel like makes them look weak, but it's not. Like, it has nothing to do with that. And more people should uh, speak up because that way, you know, like when the Me Too movement came out, like Me Too, everybody got really brave to tell their story. Well, the women, you know, from the generations before, shoot, Me Too, Me Three, Me Four, Me Five, Me Six. I mean, we put up with a lot of stuff until it becomes unacceptable. So even if even if you're in a relationship and both of you are cussing each other out, that's still that's mental abuse. Still abuse. You know what I'm that's abuse. It's still abuse, abuse, yeah. And especially when you do it in front of the kids, of... it's even worse when you do it in front of the kids. Yeah. And that's it, why it you tell your sister. Them. Mm-hmm. Men. Tell your sister so your sisters can kick their ass. Because if I find out that any of my brothers' wives is wishing their ass, I will personally go over there and beat them bitches myself. Tell your sisters. Yes, because I'm not going to allow them to put their hand on them. But, bitch, I can put my hand on you. Do not put your hand on on a female. But you tell your sister or your mama. Because, baby, yep. when, my, when my son was, was little, they had a little girl that was picking on him, pulling on his hair, and he was taught, don't hit no, hit no girl, so he didn't hit her. He was accepting that abuse. When he finally told, I took my daughter, said, you are, you're going to defend your brother. He can't put his hands on, on her, but you can. And I was that mama that went knock on the door. I'm telling you. Tell your little girl, stop playing with my little boy, because you see this little girl right here, she's going to beat her ass, and if you got a problem, I'm going to beat her. Yeah, I was that mama. So, well, it's teach a, it's your a lot son. Of teach your, yep. Teach your children, keep your hands Hand off to yourself. Of the other person. And females have a bad habit of putting their hands on men, because men is not they supposed do. to be bad. Yeah, that's how that that's how that's how I was raised. See, that's how I was raised. That's that's the but reason why. But they need yeah. to they need to teach these girls because I see it all the time. Girls Dad. going in on boys, but they expect mm-hmm. them not to hit them. And you can't if you hit somebody, expect to get hit back. That part. You don't put your hands on nobody. You don't put your hands on that's nobody. Reflex. 
Yeah, my my daughter, my oldest daughter, um, you know, I, I taught my kids, if somebody put their hands on you, you put your hands back on them, but worse. Yeah. And and my daughter, my oldest daughter, when she was, man, I think she had the oldest one. I don't think, I think she was 19, 20, her boyfriend wanted to put his hands on her. And she kept telling him, you know, and leave her alone. And then he wanted to fight, fight her. Excuse me. Fight her while she was holding the baby, their baby. Mm. And um, she, he hauled off and did punch her. And man, let me tell you mm. something. My daughter grabbed that blade, boy, and stuck mm. it, stuck in his, stuck him in his ass. And um, mm. just so, just so happened to me being a, you know, a. a college football referee and working with, um, you know, judges and police officers and stuff. Um, all I did was made one phone call and my daughter got off that charge with, um, what is it called? Um, she got off with, uh, self-defense. Self-defense. Yeah. Self-defense. Yeah. But he, he ended up with over a hundred some stitches on his ass though. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I believe in it. Keep your hands off. Keep your hands on me. I'm going to cut you. Yeah. yeah and, she, and she cut him too. She was getting ready to cut his ass too short to shit. Oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I bet you didn't put his hands on nobody. Yeah, that one I bet you didn't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then after that, you know, after that, um, you know, my daughter started really humber- humble humbling herself now you know she teaches her girls you know if you know girls in school you know just walk away as a you know just walk away mm-hmm. from it you know and if it happens again go to the teacher then if the teacher doesn't do anything then you know she'll go to the school then if the school doesn't do anything i know my daughter my daughter do the same thing um double chocolate well she will go knock on your door and give you a warning, mm-hmm. a fair warning. Hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't take it from here, my daughter will go on their ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. Well, that's part um, of being a village too. I mean, that's yep. part of uh, yeah, it takes a village. Right. Mm-hmm. That's part of that too. So. Oh yeah. So. So yeah, that you know, um, we we have those issues. Um, you know, we do have parents that bully their kids. Um, mm-hmm. um, parents that are jealous of their own kids. Yeah, jealousy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, abuse their kids mm-hmm. and then lie about it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, so um, it's, a, it's a lot in relationships, you know what I mean? And then one thing that I always did was I would never I would never allow my girls to see me with different women I dated because I didn't want to uh, give them that image. Oh, you know, dad's dating a lot of women, so I can do it too. Yeah. I wouldn't bring no women around my kids at all. Nope. Girls be like, I want to meet your daughters. No, the hell you not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No. I'm starting that shit. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I would love to. Um, I'm 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 gonna hop off. I would love to um, come back whenever you guys have me. This has been uh, very very exciting, and I just want to thank. Um, you know, I have a lot of people that text me and they said they love the show. They enjoyed the topic, so it's it's something that. You know, they got a lot of the young people, got a lot of podcasts out, and they're young. So I'm not saying they don't know anything because that's not what I'm saying at all. But some wisdom, we have wisdom in the house here. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. We, we got some solid things. people. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I um, I really enjoyed you. You know, I'll be in touch with you, bring you back on um, for a part two. And we'll go from there. And thank you again. All right. Thank you all. And you guys have a great um, Father's Day for you all who are fathers. And um, have a great weekend. And you stay blessed also, Queen. Thank you. All right. All right. My request real quick. We're going to play Dog Honeycut. We'll be right back. Yeah, 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 this your boy DJ Surplus. We got the hottest track in the world right now. Another platinum hit. Jerry Favor, don't do me no favors. Still, still be mixing. Doc Honeycutt. Brush your shoulders off. Do yourself. You can do this by yourself. What's love? Got to do What's love? Got to do A new year. A new life. Show the song. Show the song. Do you 
can do this by yourself. What's love? Got to do with it. What's love? Got to do with it. A new year, a new life. Celebrating everything's alright. What's love? Got to do with it. What's love? Father of Hilltop Radio show. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring a show called uh, what is it? What'd you say? Uh, Double Chocolate. Uh, call it uh, Tell It All Tuesday. Tell It All Tuesday. Uh, tell It All Tuesday. Hosted by hosted by Chocolate Boom. That's a uh, Double Chocolate and Benita Apple Bomb. They'll host the show on Tuesday nights. Yeah, there's a lot of chocolate, boy. Good Lord, you're going to catch a sweet tooth. <laughs> Get that crest ready and them toothbrushes. Good Lord. The dentist is going to be like, boy, you got some cavities in your mouth. I'll be like, man, if you see all that chocolate on Tuesday, you would too. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll yeah, my vocabulary too. Them damn chocolate bars, boy, could allow it. And we both sassy. Hell yeah. It don't take no shit neither. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good show tonight. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody awesome. tuned in. Everybody, seventy-eight. We ended up with seventy-eight k. A lot of people, man. Yeah. A lot of people was reaching out and was was saying they appreciated the show. Good topics, grown grown folk talk and everything. So that's what it is. And also, again, uh, Jim and I appreciate you, man, for for being with us, man, and welcome back. Appreciate you whenever you're yeah. available, man. You know, when you ain't sleep, we love you, man, and thank you for being with us, man. Welcome back. It's honor. I'm glad to be back. Just remember, everybody, Google the married couple of Southern Soul and follow and love me and my wife. Cornbread. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. I'm going to tell it all, too. They say he's going to tell it all, too. I'm going to tell it all, too. I'm going to tell it all. I'm going to send you my cash app on Monday. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to make a flyer and put them on there. Anybody want calendars and everything. Benita, Benita, how Mm -hmm. how many calendars of 2022 you got you want to sell? <laughs> no, but if you want to send me a cash app, feel free. Benita Apple Bum, that dollar sign, Benita Apple Bum. Thank you. That is. That is. That's my sister. Get it in. 
Yeah, oh, it's, it's gonna have a check mark. That's, that's how you know it's me. You can shoot me a couple of dollars. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have some apple and some chocolate. Can I dip the apple in the chocolate? You, you talking? Right. Who are you talking to? I done already told you your ass is gonna have a cavity. I, my cash <laughs> is not so old, and that is dollar sign. Rosemarie, until I go to change, there's no, 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 no. Man, you don't, you don't know, you don't know, you dealing with a Snicker bar in the Milky Way. Both of both of got caramel in between them. <laughs> I'm gonna make me a new candy. I'm gonna make me a new candy. It ain't gonna be no payday. It ain't gonna be no payday. It's going to be payday for us. I don't know about you. <laughs> so it ain't going to be a payday for us. Mm, I know how you're going to feel about it. Well, dog, I, don't know why, I don't know why you continue on running into the wall with the, with her. You, you gonna, your ass going to end up broke. I'm going to break it down like a I'm gonna break them both down like a shotgun. Uh-huh. So you can't break it. And we're gonna and we're gonna break that checkbook. Call it what you want. Your your broke and our break is two different things. So you keep worrying about breaking us down, and we gonna worry about how we gonna get you broke. No, I have a couple minutes, Patty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good change. <laughs> <laughs> That's my love language. I know these people really sick of me. <laughs> my love language is big. What's up? Got to do with it. What's up? <laughs> oh man, boy! I told him. I told him when we got to her, she was gonna give us five or ten more. I told him. I know her like a book. I'm gonna double chuckle like a book. She ain't gonna play fair at all. I, like, I don't play baseball. I already said she get ready to go. I already knew Gemini said, "Watch, double chocolate, go and get them." <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a Facebook right now. Raz Marie. Who looking for me? Hey, just fill out the Facebook. I'm already looking for it. Okay. R A S M A R I E. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some cornbread on that thing too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that shirt you got on Facebook. That Slay Queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this is what you call. Now this is nice. This is advertising. I like this. I like this. Thank you, thank you. I'm going to follow you now. And I'm going to leave you a message. Follow me. Mm. All right. Might as, well, might as well get this other chocolate candy bar, but ain't that a boom. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to, yeah, she good, too. Long-ass legs. Mm-mm. Yeah. Put her ass in a figure four. <laughs> I'm the Rick dirtiest Flair. player in the game. Ooh. Ladies, I'm the dirtiest player in the game. 
say you're going to be the brokest one, too. You keep fucking with them. <laughs> All right. Y'all heard it first in the Hilltop Radio Show. Bank account gone. Lord have mercy. Y'all funny. That's that's exactly what he's going to be saying, too. Benita, did you get Benita, did you get to hear the two uh the two dudes from uh Puerto Rico? Twan and Ramon. I think I heard some ladies uh shouting y'all out. Hello everyone, this is Twan and I'm glad to be here on the DJ Sean Fisher radio show. I'm just glad to be here and I want to introduce all the listeners to my partner, Ramon. Tell him, hey, Ramon. Hey. That's not Ramon. We don't want to give him too much. Oh, well, maybe we do. Also, I want to give a special shout out. To, I'm a big fan. Mm, me too. Double chocolate. You go, girl. You're so nasty. Yes. Diva type. Well, anywho, I just wanted to come on the show today and tell everybody that we are big fans big of the fans. Sean Fisher radio show. Mm-hmm. Anywhere that DJ Sean goes, we'll follow. Top of the hill, Tell baby. Ramon. Top of the hill, Baby. That's another moan. Hey, Sean, we love your show. <laughs> sure and we've got pictures of you all over our rooms mm-hmm. and everything. And we just want to thank you for spreading the oh, Southern soul. And this it. music and great soul music, period. Mm-hmm. Keeping it alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be up. coming back soon. <laughs> I'm coming right now. <laughs> Put me in the mix. Whose life is it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> He said, oh, "Oh, we love double chocolate." She's a diva. <laughs> that purr, though, that was too funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, boy, this is crazy, boy. Uh. How y'all doing out there? This is Grandma Bell Bueller. And today I'm going to talk to you about impatient uppity artists with an ego. First of all, you got to remember, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. And that's exactly what you get when you burn your damn bridges too early by running your damn mouth and not being loyal to the people that helps you. Walking around, making demands like your shit don't stink. We don't care if your hometown know who you are. Maybe they know you from down at the fairground where you done played at for several years. But when you move to the big time, you got to be patient. Impatience will mess you up and leave you with nothing. You might have a hit, but the truth is it probably don't even sound like it. You got so much auto-tune on it, you still sound like shit in concert. And I say this on behalf of all the DJs, promoters, and everybody that have to help y'all dumbasses get to where you need to be. That next level. Because sometimes you got to know when to shut your damn mouth and listen. Be patient. Ooh, nothing from nothing leads nothing. This is Grandma Bell Bueller. I'll holler. <laughs> I like Grandma Bell Bueller. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good night, man. We're getting ready to get the hell out of here. Have a good night. All right. Y'all have catch a good you guys, night. Catch you guys Monday night. Back here Monday night here on the Hilltop Radio Show. And we got Julia Robertson of the group Ex-Girlfriend, and we'll be debuting her new song called Heat, right here live on the Hilltop Radio, straight out of New York. 
be in the house. All right. And then and then uh then Tuesday night, another Tuesday night show, we got the one and only Mr. Vic Allen will be in the house with us. Yeah. Um, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm going too fast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Tuesday night, we got the Ross Brothers. And then uh, <laughs> Wednesday night, we're doing a special night for Benita Applebaum. We are launching her EP, her whole EP. We're launching that right. right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. And then uh, Thursday night, we got the Southern Players. We're going to be uh, dropping their their newest uh, song called uh, Booty Shorts. Yeah, Booty Shorts. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. 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 They're going to be in the house. They're going to be in the house. And then uh, that Monday, we got a doubleheader, Jenny Jones, uh, a hip-hop artist from uh, the West Coast, San Diego, will be on. And then the second part of the show, Buddy Love is going to be in the house. Yeah, and then that Tuesday, Vic Allen, and then we end the uh, we end the night, and then uh oh, let me back up, back up. Oh, Sunday night, the twenty fifth. That's a uh, 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 love after dark. Uh, we're gonna be uh, your girl, uh, um, Gemini Donna Renee. We're gonna be dropping her new song. That's that's going to be out that night as well, the 25th. She's going to be on live with us as well. We're dropping her news, so the 25th. All right. Yeah. And then we're ending the month, 29th. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, June's almost out of here. Again, peace, love, and hair grease, y'all. Y'all have a good night. We up out of here. Good night. Later. All right. Good night.